what is the difference between people that are successful and not? I want to welcome you to another episode of The Dane Miller Show. This is going to be a life-changing episode. I'm literally laying out step-by-step what I see between the people that are really successful and the people that have a challenge. And it could be health, wealth, love, and happiness. I'm talking about all four quadrants. And I really want you to pay attention to this episode. It's really important to me. This is something that I'm going to link back to. It's about 30 minutes long. I'm going to link back to it a lot for anybody that asked my advice on this topic. Like, what is the foundation? Think of this like a pyramid. The foundation has to be laid before you start building on top of the pyramid. This is that foundation. Okay? So... I also want to recommend that if you're wanting coaching with me, what I'm doing is I'm offering this sort of innovative idea that I've set up. So if you go to uh, my course, which is danemiller.thinkific.com slash courses, you could just get there by danemiller.thinkific.com. So that's D-A-I-N-M-I-L-L-E-R dot thinkific, T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C. Dot com and you click on to the ABC course what you you don't actually have to buy the coaching one I've changed the price now it's a little bit increased in price and what I'm doing is if you purchase that course you get one-on-one coaching with me for a month and literally what I do is I'll text you we could text daily and I've set it at a price such that I know that I can deliver on the value of that course. Um, I had a few people join the course just to like try it out at a really low price. That's already passed. You missed that opportunity. But now if you want to work with me one-on-one, and I'm talking about do you want to work with me to get to $500,000 a year? Do you want to work with me to get a job at Google? Do you want to work with me to change your career, change your life, get over some addiction? I, I'm literally working with people on an incredible wide range, wide spectrum of things. And this episode is kind of like the first step. If you want to work with me, listen to this episode because it gives you that foundation for what we're going to work on together. And then go out and spend that money. It's not a lot. It's within the realm of everybody that's listening to this to spend that money. Spend the money and get me texting you. Get me lighting a fire under your butt. Let me Get me like getting on calls with you, working with you because trust me, you will not change unless you have somebody pushing you. This episode gives you the foundations of what to do, but the problem is most of you will not change unless you have somebody pushing you. And I'm distributing this on my Dane Miller Show podcast and Start Here Web Dev. So if you're a Start Here Web Dev listener, listen to the Dane Miller Show, okay? This is a new podcast. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it literally everywhere that there's podcasts. Episode number one is life-changing. This is episode number two of the Dane Miller Show. It's like episode 38 of Start Here Web Dev. Go listen to episode number one of the Dane Miller Show if you haven't yet. It's all about system science and the application to real life, not optimizing a constraint. Most people optimize a constraint. Anyway, I touch on that at the very end of this episode, but if you really want to dig in on that, go and listen to that episode one. This would That would be a good thing to do immediately after this episode. These two are kind of like the foundations. Then go to danmiller.thinkific.com, put down the money, and immediately when you purchase that, you'll basically get access to my text number. You can call me right away. Literally, if you call me, I'll answer, and you and I will begin working together. And I'm committed to changing the lives of 300 people that do this. I've already changed the lives of 250 people that have six-figure incomes. I want to change the lives of 300 people in a big way, big mindset shift. 
So I want to talk on the phone with you guys every single day if you purchase this program. And this isn't a must. You don't have to. I don't mind if you don't. But I'm, this, is, this is what I'm – this is like the focus of my life now. Just want you to know I'm almost done with this little ad here. But this is the focus of my life now. I've realized that coaching is what I'm best at. I'm not best at uh, writing. I'm not best at blah, 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 whatever. I'm the best at coaching and working with people to change. It's what I do on a Saturday night if I'm at the bar. It's what I've been doing for 10 years. It's what I'm the best at. So that's my focus. So I want all of you to join me and let me coach and help you because without somebody pushing you, you will not change. But with somebody pushing you, you can get six figures. You can change your life. You can do anything you want. You can start a business as a coder. You can start a business as a freelancer. You can start a business as a marketer. You can start consulting. We can do all this. I've already done it all. And I can teach you, I'm not super successful where I want to be, but I've been more successful than most of you and I can help you get there. I can help you achieve what I've achieved. I want to. That's my goal. I want you all to meet me here. I want to pull you up and meet me here and then we can go off and have fun together. Okay, so get on that program, daymiller.thinkific.com. Find the program. It's the ABC course. It's like it's a couple hundred bucks. Purchase that program and then I'll start coaching you immediately. Let's start this. But listen to this episode. This episode's a foundation. Okay. Five minutes intro. Pretty good. We're going to jump right in here to the episode. Thanks so much. I love all of you that supported me. Literally, I love you all. Thank you so much. Hope to work with you soon. Now, what are the steps that people that do that take that you're missing out on. So I'm just going to lay out a number of things that I've been observing. I recently moved back to near the place that I grew up. And, you know, a lot of people around here are the best people I've ever met. Like, as far as nice, they're the nicest people I've ever met. I'm out on a walk right now, so I'm kind of doing this while I'm out walking. So they're the nicest people I've ever met, right? North Carolina is full of literally the nicest people. Everybody that I have known since a kid, they're amazing humans, nice, etc. But I notice a difference between the people around here, and I've been living in cities the past 10 years. You know, I've been in D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, small towns where really rich people go, like Santa Barbara, Ithaca, New York. And the reason I moved there was for work and fun, not just because I needed to move there for work, but because of the enjoyment factor of living there coupled with an opportunity. Okay. And as I've done that, I've met these incredible people and they all think differently than the people that live around here. And it's not better or worse. Again, what I'm talking about when I say better or worse, isn't a moral issue. It's not ethics because the people that live around here honestly are morally and ethically probably some of the best people I've met. Okay. When I say better or worse, what I'm referring to is the scale of contribution that they give to the world. Okay. So for you, you may notice right now, July, August, 2020, the world is on fire. The world is in chaos. So you need to basically help out. Okay. And I don't mean go to your job and do groceries or whatever that is your job, do construction, etc. I mean, you need to help out. And how can you help out? How can you actually do this? Well, you need to have an impact. You need to help people wake up. You need to flip people's mindset, help them stop being so negative. 
Stop being so overweight, so unhappy, so depressed, so anxious, so poor, so broke, so poverty mindset. Help them first help yourself. Then use what you learn to help yourself to help other people. The world is struggling right now, dude. We need all of your help. If you're a girl or a guy listening to this, I mean both when I say dude, literally help people. Help them all, okay? Now, how can you do that? What are the steps that these people that are extremely successful take in their life? Now, there's a couple things that we already know, okay? I'm gonna get those off the table. You already know them. You probably already do them, okay? In some areas. Hard work, okay? Hard work. You need to work hard. Now, this is something that some people struggle with, but most people do. You know, most people that I meet in North Carolina, they work fucking hard. They work hard. They're hard workers. They go work construction. They work plumbing. They work every day. They go work hard. Even when they come home, they work hard. So you don't need to be reminded of that if you live in North Carolina or any kind of city town, or sorry, a small town like this. You know the value of working hard. Your parents worked hard. You're a blue collar person. You work fucking hard. So what separates somebody that works hard from these successful people? Well, here's the deal, okay? This is a little bit not controversial, but you need to understand it. We are not in the era of working hard anymore. The era of working hard has passed. You still need it. It's of good value. You should have that character trait, but we are past the serfdom age. We're past the age where people worked hard, okay? Wealth and financial richness comes from leveraging tools. What we call this is working smart, okay? It's like going to the gym. You could go to the gym every day if you're fat and do a small, like a, do a walk on the treadmill. That's pretty hard. But if you don't get your heart rate elevated to a certain amount and know how long you need to keep your heart rate elevated, then you're never going to shed that body fat. Like if you're building muscle, you can do uh, plyometrics or like reverse, you know, reverse pyramid style workouts where you're putting on heavy weight at first, like Arnold Schwarzenegger used to do, and then slowly lower the weight by shocking the muscles, the muscles explode. This is called smart work. You know, this is different than just going to the gym and working super hard over and over again. So you need to apply that to every area of your life. Now, if you're listening to this and you're from an area like North Carolina or these small towns, you probably are already doing well in a couple areas, okay? Number one, you're working hard. We're gonna push these off the table so we can get to the real meat of this conversation. You're already working hard. You probably already have a decent friend group. You already probably have a good family. Okay, so you have social, health, wealth, love, social happiness. You have love slash social probably handled. You're also probably in a relationship or married. Okay, so we can push all that off the table. You probably come from a small town, so you realize the value of friendship. You realize the value of social. You realize the value of loving people. You're probably loving. You probably work hard. You probably have a great family. If you don't, we'll talk about that later, but... Let's push that off the table, assuming you know somebody like that or you're like that, okay? Now, here's the things step-by-step that I see people do that are not like these people around here, okay? And this is what really changes the world. These people change the world. I need you to one, and I'm literally going to do like, I'm going to number it, like one, two, three, four, five, six, okay? So... (laughs) Sorry, I'm walking, so it's a little bit hard to 
keep this conversation going. Um, so number one, they need to wake up. They wake up. So everybody that's ever done something big has woken up. What do I mean by wake up? Well, essentially, here's the deal. If you're asleep right now, you're probably working and living subconsciously. So what does that mean to be asleep? Well, what it really means is that you don't realize the world needs help. You don't realize that the world needs your help right now. So if you're literally not helping the world, you're not giving back, you're not thinking big, you're probably going about doing your daily work, doing some bullshit little job that you have, and you're probably thinking that's fine. You probably don't have any aspirations to change your life. You don't have any aspirations to do something bigger. You don't have any aspirations to go travel to China, travel to Italy, travel to an island, own an island. And I'm not saying you have to have those aspirations. You don't have any aspirations to change the world, okay? But the world needs your help. The world is in pain right now. So my mission in life is to enable 300 or 3,000 or 3 million enablers. And it starts small, 300, then 3,000, then 3 million. Just like the 300 army in Sparta. If we have 300 people that are enabling and helping the world, that's enough to really make a huge impact. And I'm going to start there and keep going. So the first thing is you got to wake up. This is number one. Wake the fuck up wake up. Your little shitty job is not helping. Yeah, you're a plumber. Yeah, you go to work. Yeah, you think you're trying to do real estate. Yeah, you're trying to do this, that, or the other thing. But you're not having a massive impact. Help other people and wake the fuck up. You have to wake up. Wake up. Wake up, dude. The world is in pain right now. Do you really think the world's going to be okay if you don't do anything? And it's not that you have all the solutions, That's not the answer. You think I have all the solutions? Hell no. There's millions of things I don't know. There's millions of things I'm blinded to, but I know that there's somebody out there that I can help, just like you. There's somebody out there that's at slightly lower of a position on the totem pole than you are in health, wealth, love, or happiness. Go find those fucking people and help them. I can't be any more straight straight up about that. You have to help people. So that's number one. All these people that do big things, they wake up. They wake the fuck up. It's hard work. It's hard work to wake up. Harder work to wake up than it is to keep doing your bullshit job. That's actually hard work. Okay? It's hard work cognitively because you have to sell yourself on a number of different things. You have to sell yourself on dreams that you gave up on. Where do you want to travel? What do you want to do? What do you, where do you want to live? How many houses do you want? How many people do you want to impact? Why is the world going to be better if you make it more positive? You have to sell yourself on all this fucking shit. You think that's not harder than going about doing your daily job as a plumber or construction person? Dude, that's fucking hard. That's way harder. The former thing, not the plumbing and construction. That's hard work, but this is hard brain work. Okay. So you got to put in this hard work. So number two, what is the second thing that these people do that you're not doing? Well, they take ownership. This is number two. I'm going to put the phone down while I tie my shoe. They take ownership. What does that mean to take ownership? Well, 
essentially it's pretty simple. They basically take ownership for where they are in life right now. They basically put forward the work that they need to do in the world to change their position and they know that they own their life and their problems. Now let me give you some coaching. Every successful person in the world, every person that's wealthy in the world, every billionaire, number one, they do more than you. They give back to the world. People think rich people are evil. You got it wrong. You've been tricked. All you've been tricked. Rich people create more jobs. They give back more to charity. I've seen it with my own eyes. Every billionaire or $100 million earner I've ever met gives a tremendous amount of time and energy to charity. And they create hundreds and hundreds, potentially thousands of jobs. That's more than you. That's more than you. They're helping more people than you. So why don't you get to that fucking level and do that? Help them. Help other people just like you. You know a bunch of people right now in your area that could use jobs. What if you could go out and create jobs for them and give them work? How much would that change their fucking life? Okay? Now let me give you some more coaching. Okay, so this is number two, extreme ownership. This is all about extreme ownership. Number two, there's a book called Extreme Ownership by the book. Okay, here's some coaching around this topic. Basically, you have all these things in your head that are negative beliefs. So your head is full of things that are incorrect and you believe them. So inside your head, you literally have thoughts like the following. You're thinking, oh, the government is not, you know, giving me enough assistance. The government, it's the Democrats. The Democrats are in office, so it's causing me to not be successful. Oh, the Republicans, they did this and that and the other thing, so I can't be successful. You know, oh, it's, you know, my friend did this to me. He fucked me over. My friend stole money from me. My friend did this. My business partner took money from my business. I know somebody that took money from my dad's business, blah, blah, blah. So you have all these things in your mind that are essentially poisoning you from thinking big. And by the way, I'm going against society right now to say this. This is a revolutionary thought because society wants slaves. And this isn't conspiracy. This is just literal truth. Society wants slaves like you. If you're listening to this and you're not woken up, you're a slave. If you're listening to this and you have negative thoughts in your head that tell you things like, I can't be successful because X. I can't be rich because X. I can't be blah because X. It's society poisoning you on purpose. They did it on purpose because they want slaves, my friend. They want you to be in slavery because if there's too many people doing what I'm saying right now, then the world actually will be quite chaotic. But guess what? The world's already chaotic. That's why I'm just now starting to help people in this way. I've been growing my own business, doing my own thing for the past 10 years. I made it to the top of my career. I've grown to hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue per year in my business, 500K at one point. I wasn't focusing on helping people like this. But now the world's in chaos. So guess what fixes that? Good chaos. Now the world's in bad chaos. So I realized there's no need to hold off on this. We need the world to revolutionize. So that's why I'm here telling you this. Okay? So you need to wake up, realize that life is slaving you, poisoning you. Everything is poison and slavery. Most of the things you hear. Now, here's uh, another tidbit about this. Let's move on to step three. It's related to step two, extreme ownership, okay? 
it's sort of like, how do you fix it? Step three, you basically have to guard your mind. Okay. Guard your mind. Now, what does that mean? So really, really successful people, really healthy people, really wealthy people, really successful. What do really healthy people do? They guard their body. Really healthy people that are really ripped, they don't eat 10 donuts. I know a lot of people that eat 10 donuts, though. So they guard their body. They say, no, I'm going to choose that healthy meal over the donuts. Okay, you have to do the same with your mind. Your mind is literally more advanced than a supercomputer. It's more advanced than a supercomputer. And you're out here letting negativity into it, okay? You're letting negative friends, people that are saying negative things, and we call this excuses, okay? In the world I come from, we call this like a few different things. We say scarcity mindset, excuses mindset. We say a bunch of different things like this. And it's because it's true. A lot of these people have these mindsets of excuses, of scarcity, of negative self-beliefs. They have friends and enemies telling them things. They have the media. You know, if you watch the news, you're fucked. You are fucked. Yeah, spend like 10 minutes a day catching up on what's going on in the world, but don't be listening to negative stuff. Every billionaire that's creating thousands and tens of thousands of jobs in the world does not watch the news. Everyone. I've met like 10. Okay. I've seen, I've literally worked around 10 and I've been meaning like within my circle or circle of circles. And then outside from that, I've observed probably like 150. And what do they all do? They do, they guard their mind. Now, why are we looking at billionaires? Because they're the most successful. Okay. Almost every billionaire I've ever met is pretty in shape. They have an amazing love and social life, friends, family. They have an amazing happiness index, okay? And it's not because money made them happy. It's because literally they're helping the world. They're also creating tens of thousands of jobs, sometimes hundreds of thousands. By the way, if you're a billionaire, you create hundreds of thousands of jobs. So what if you're just a millionaire? Well, they're creating hundreds, potentially 500 to 1,000 jobs, if you're up in the six figure or sorry, seven, eight figure, and they're helping the world hugely, you know, almost every millionaire I know gives to charity weekly. One of my mentors is a millionaire. I uh, made $50 million in his business last year, and he gives 10% of his gross revenue every day to charity in the morning before he starts work every day. He gives 10% of his gross revenue to charity and he gives like 20% of his time. He does big brother, big sister stuff with African-American people. He's doing more than I am. Why don't I aspire to be like that? Change the world like that. By the way, he's impacting hundreds of millions of people. I'm just starting. I'm, I'm still a little bit older than some people, but I'm just starting my journey up because I only started this when I was 25. I got off drugs. If you know my story, you know, I was addicted to heroin about around age 25 and that's when I got off that shit. So my journey really started to spike up after that. So, you know, it took me a while to come to this. If you're younger than that and you're listening to this, then you've got a huge advantage. You've got a huge advantage. So you should take advantage of that no matter what and think to yourself, how can I use this information to take advantage of that? So again, Let's keep going with these steps because this is, this is really important stuff, okay? Guard your mind. 
Let me give you some practical coaching on how to do that. Number one, stop watching the news, okay? Stop watching TV. Stop watching movies. Stop watching all this stupid shit. The only thing you should like let enter your brain is positive, helpful information about better mindset, better strategies and tactics or how to help the world. If you own a business, like you're doing real estate, you should only listen to people that are helping millions of people get better houses. And then you should listen to stuff that improves your mind. I'm telling you, you think this is a joke. This is literally the formula. I'm giving you steps A, B, C, D throughout this. I'll give you all the steps. If you just do these and listen to this shit, this will change everything for you. This is not a joke. This is not some new, new, na na like hippie shit. This is literal real shit that I use to go from $90,000 in student debt, completely broke, addicted to drugs, no job prospects, no friends, no family, no romance, nothing, no happiness. Now I've got over a million person personal audience that listens to me, that I'm helping improve their life. I've got over 1,500 students in my course. I've helped 250 people get a six-figure job as a programmer. I've got an okay body that I'm working on. I've got great friends. I've got an amazing girlfriend that I love and care about. I'm the happiest that I've ever been. Not always. Everybody has ups and downs. I'm not talking about the ups and downs. I'm talking about the general gist, the happiest I've ever been. And on top of that, I made six figures before. $500,000 a year in my business. I worked at the fucking White House and I used to be a drug addict. I didn't graduate college. I dropped out. I don't have any certificates. All this shit that you think you need It's all poison and slavery from society. You know how many people I know that go, hey, I want to start a cybersecurity company, but um, I really need these certificates. Like, I need all these certificates. No, you don't need those. You're in slavery. You're being poisoned. And I'm not saying all this shit to brag to you, okay? I don't care about that. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you understand that if I can do it, then you can do it. Literally, that's what I mean. If I can do this shit, then you can do it. I was lower than you are right now. I had a worse mindset. I was like suicidal. I was depressed. I had insane anxiety, addicted to drugs, all this stuff, totally broke. My family used to be like upper middle class when 2008 hit and I was like still like 21 or something like that. Like... We went so poor because like we, you know, they just didn't know how to manage the business. Their business failed. They had to, they had to basically give up their business. Houses got foreclosed on. We had to move into a little one room, like basically trailer in the middle of North Carolina because we couldn't afford anything. So I've been upper middle class and completely destitute poor. We couldn't even afford food sometimes, you know, most of the time we could thank God, um, But I mean, I'm just telling you, I've been where you are. And when I was living on my own, after I left my parents' house, I was homeless for a period. I literally decided I would rather be homeless than not be successful. So I moved to Chicago and I figured out what the fuck I needed to do to change my mindset to be successful. Okay, so for you, let's finish this. Guard your mind. If you do these steps, you will have success just like me. It's not hippie shit. This is realistic shit. Notice that none of this did I tell you, oh, just visualize it and it'll come true. The secret, the secret's bullshit. 
except for 10% it's true. 90% it's bullshit, 10% it's true. I'm going to get to that though. Number four, after guard your mind, what do these people do that I know? The rich friends that I have, the really successful people that I know, health, wealth, love, happiness, what do they do that you don't? Well, the next thing that they do is they really have a mindset of growth, education, self-education, learning, and self-development, okay? So after you've guarded your mind, you've taken ownership, you've woken up, after all this, you need to start removing the poison in your mind from society, okay? No billionaire I've ever met went to college. No billionaire I've ever met had a certificate, No millionaire I've ever met has a certificate. You don't need any of this shit. I've coached 250 people to start six-figure jobs as programmers. That's added over $25 million to the gross domestic product in the United States. And they didn't have a certificate. They didn't have a fucking degree. So what the fuck do you think you need that shit for? Oh, I'll tell you because I know. It's society slaving your mind away. Society has gotten into your mind and it's created this slavery and now that's where you live. You live in the slavery, this chains, this bonds of society. Oh my God, I want to learn this, but I can't because I'm not good at learning. I don't know how to learn. I need college or a system to teach me. I need a system to give me a certificate. I need a system to do this. Okay, if you need a system, do the system I'm telling you now on this podcast. I'm so fucking sick of this. It's insane. I'm not going to be doing this coaching much longer. I don't accept new students. If you want to work with me, you basically can't because I'm so sick of this mindset and I need to help 300 people and then 3000 and then 3 million. And in order to help, I've already helped 150, 250 people, basically 300 get a six figure job. That's not what I'm talking about. Those people did do well and they did amazing, but I need to help 300 people to wake up. I've woken up. Okay, I'm not going to slide back into the chains of society, the chains of pain. Okay, so let's get on to this number four. Okay, these people, what is what separates them? What makes them different? They all constantly have a mindset of self-education, self-learning. They realize they've removed those chains of society slaving them and they've actually done better in life. They realize they can do better. All this type of shit. Okay, constantly they're reading books. Everyone I've ever met constantly is learning, constantly watching videos of the most successful people in the world, constantly doing these things. They're taking Coursera courses. They're taking Udemy courses. They're on fucking edX. They're taking courses. And then coupled with that, okay, they're putting it into action. They're putting it into action. I'm telling you, you can't just take courses. You've got to put it into action. Okay. So this is number four. That's what they do. They're constantly obsessed with that. Now let's get into number five. This one's pretty intense. Okay. And it's a little bit nuanced. It's hard to describe. Number five, they don't separate work from life. Okay. This is, this is one of the most complicated topics and I've only got a short amount of time to talk about this. I only want to keep each of these points about five or 10 minutes. So let me give you a common thing that I see. Let's say that I'm talking to an old friend of mine, okay? He just got a new job that he's actually kind of stoked about. What does he do? Let, let's say he's got a new job and I'm giving him some tips, right? 
because I've worked in, you know, 17 different companies gone from the totem pole of nothing to fucking the White House. So I think I know a little bit of something about fucking do, like tips to give you on your career, right? Okay, so let's say I'm giving him some tips like, hey, why don't you use some leadership principles? By the way, I do leadership consulting with businesses that are in the Fortune 500. So I fucking know what I'm talking about. I've helped revolutionize 10 company cultures. So I tell him, hey, you know what? Um, why don't you try to do like leadership tactics when you're when you're like sitting at your desk? So like, let's say you're sitting at your desk, your boss walks by. You could be like, hey, boss, like I want to help you. This is this is called dynamic leadership. You don't need to be towering over somebody to lead them. You just need to help. It's called win, win, win. It's called infinite game in game theory. Okay. So you go to your boss and you say, hey, um, do you have anything that I can help you with? Do you have something that I can, I can help you work on? Or is there something I can do? So this is like offering a hand. This is actually a form of leadership. So now what do people say? And I'll probably cut this episode short here. My phone's about to die. But I'm going to stop at probably point number five. This is point number five. I'll probably stop here and I'll do a part two. Okay, so each part will be about 30 minutes. So what is it that most people say when I'm talking about this to them? So they go to me, they go, hey, you know what? I'm trying to relax right now. I'm home and I actually don't want to think about work. I hear this a lot. Like I'm trying to help them or give them tips. They're like, you know what? I actually don't want to think about work because I'm at home and I'm trying to relax. Do you mind if we don't talk about this? Okay, boom. They'll never be successful ever, ever. They're separating in their mind and they're creating pain with work. They're associating pain with work. When you separate in your mind work from home, life from work, you're just one of these nine to five slavers that comes home and tries to live your life on the weekends. That's not life. Society has put us in these boxes that is not real. I've read over a thousand books This is not real, okay? Jeff Bezos, one of the first trillionaires in the world, has said, I only believe in something if it's a law of physics. That's his mindset. You know how he cut out all these boxes that society put him in? He goes, I'll only believe it if it's a law of physics. Jeff Bezos might be one of the most innovative, smart, intelligent business people on the, in the history of planet Earth. He's no different than us. He's no smarter than we are. I'm no smarter than you. I don't have that high of an IQ at all. And I've done all this. Jeff Bezos has done all this. Why? It's because he's removed the boxes. He's removed the boxes that society put him in. You're living in all these boxes day to day. If you were able to see what your mindset is actually like, you would realize almost 90% of your thoughts are boxes that you didn't create. You're like, oh, I have to get home so I can live five to eight. Oh, I have grass around my apartment. I've got to cut the grass. I'll actually do point number six too, and then we'll stop it. And then I'll pick it up from there in the next one. Oh, I have to cut the grass around my apartment, blah, blah, blah. You have all these problems that you focus on and realize that you have to do. This is all slavery. All this is slavery. You could hire somebody to fix that problem. You could hire somebody, help their life, pay them 10 bucks an hour, and you'd be helping them and you'd be fixing your grass. This is slavery. Now, the way to fix this is you need to think about your work and life as one thing. You need to think about your business and your life or your work and your life as one thing. And when your work life improves, your regular life improves. If you currently go to work as a construction manager, you currently go to work as a restaurateur, if you currently have like a waiter job, waitress, whatever, still do this. 
Go home and practice and learn about work. What are better ways that I can memorize things as a waiter or waitress? Because it will improve your life. When you get better at your work, you get better at life. Okay? This is all one thing. Successful people do not view things as separate. It's all one. When I talk about health, wealth, love, and happiness, I'm using that as sort of a verbal exposition to help you understand the four quadrants of success. I don't actually view life in four separate quadrants. Successful people view it all as one, okay? So don't ever tell somebody you don't want to talk about that right now. If, some, if you're down to learn, you're down to learn always, always. If I'm at work and somebody wants to teach me about my personal life, I'm going to listen, if I'm at work and somebody wants to give me a tip on love, I'm going to listen if they're successful. Only listen to people that have done it. If somebody's got an amazing family and they want to give me family tips, but I'm at work and I just have five minutes to catch them, I'm going to listen. I'm going to take out my notepad and I'm going to take notes. If they've done it, only listen to people that have done it. I wouldn't be telling you this if I didn't have the background to back it up. It'd all be theory. None of this is theory, my friend. None of it's theory. Does that mean I'm perfect? No. Hell no. Got a ton of play- ways to get better. But I'm on, that pa- I'm on that path right now. I'm walking on the path right now and I'm on the path mentally. Sometimes I fall off just like you. But you got to get back on. Number, five, uh, number six, this, is the mo- this one is super important. I'm going to touch on it and we'll finish up in the next lesson. Um, systems thinking. Okay. You have to understand systems thinking. And you have to understand one key critical aspect. You can't be prideful over stuff that's a constraint. Most people I know, they say, I can't change the world because I have student debt. I can't change the world because I have a job. I can't think bigger because I have work to do today. I can't do this, that, or the other thing because I have this money issue. I've got these financial issues. Somebody's suing me. Somebody's blah, blah, blah. My, my girlfriend's mom died, blah, blah, blah. This is all a constraint. There's something called system science. In system science, those things are called constraints, meaning you cannot change them. If you've got student debt like I did, you could be one of two people. You could choose not to start a podcast that changes the world because you've got student debt and you need to focus on removing the debt. By the way, whatever you focus on grows. So if you focus on removing the debt, you'll never get rid of it. Or you could say that's a constraint. I'm not going to optimize a constraint. In system science, you always think about what can I optimize. And if you can't optimize a constraint, then don't. You literally can never optimize a constraint. Student debt, what you've done in the past, mistakes that you've made, people getting sick around you. You can't optimize this. This is a constraint. So in system science, what do you optimize? You optimize features or benefits. This is what we call features or benefits in system science. What is this in real life? Well, it's smart work. Optimize your smart work. Optimize your own brain. This is a feature or benefit. Optimize your own health, your love, your connections, your social circle. Anything that's not a constraint, you can optimize. Okay? You have no idea how many people I meet that go, oh, I can't really make a dent in the world because I need to make a dent in my student loans first. This is a mistake. Slavery, slavery, that doesn't make me better than them. I'm not on a high horse saying this. I'm upset. It hurts my heart that I have to say this because I have to help them and they don't know. They've been put in a fucking slave box. You think I feel better than them because I know this? No, I just have done shit in my life. I got rid of my student debt. I paid off all my loans. 
because I didn't focus on them. I focused on getting income. The income is related to changing the world. When you change the world, you get income. You help people, you get income. Okay? Help a business, you'll make more. Help other people, you'll make more. And then you use that money to pay the fucking debt. I know somebody that was starting a podcast network that now has over 1 million listens. That has literally changed the world as far as developers go. They quit two months in because they needed to focus on their student debt. Now, most people are prideful. They're like, yeah, I feel good. Now, they'll never tell you this, but deep down in their subconscious, they feel good that they're thinking about negative stuff. My dad, he used to be prideful of the fact that he couldn't sleep at night because he had to stay up worrying about money. This is a constraint. He optimized for the wrong constraint. You know what happens when you optimize for a constraint long enough? He had a heart attack. He's still here, thank God, but he had a heart attack. That's what happens, my friend. Don't optimize for a constraint. Can't say this any simpler. You're going to feel negative. You're gonna, or sorry, you're going to feel happy that you are. Most people I know that are optimizing a constraint, they're like, yeah, fuck those people that think I can change the world. I'm going to pay off my student debt. Yeah. And it's not conscious. They don't say that. But deep, deep down, that's how they feel. And it's not because I'm a mind reader. I've literally talked to hundreds of thousands of people. I've talked to thousands of people on the phone. I've coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. I know for a fact this is true. So just fix this, bro. Fix your mind. Fix this in your head. Don't be so happy that you're optimizing constraint. You're optimizing slavery. Would you want to optimize the bars around you in a jail? That's what people are doing. They're optimizing the bars around them and they're in jail. Society wants that. It used to. Now society is fucked up enough to where they might want something different. And that's what I want. I want something different. You be different. Okay. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.